0: You're just like sitting back, totally cool with this.
1: What? Are you ready to cord? Yeah. Are you? Yep. Hi. Welcome. Are you ready? Yeah. To Destination Wedding Pod. I'm Christina. I'm Lisa. And we are Dest- recording an
0: episode.
1: Destination Wed- Wedding Podcasters. Oh,
0: I th- we're, we are podcasters. We have. A, we record podcasts such as uh, Destination Wedding Pod. Um, That's it. I, I can't think of any others right now. So today,
1: Laysha wants to talk to us about Princess Diana's wedding. And I'm just going to tell you what I know about Princess Diana, and then you can fill me in. You ready? She's a blonde lady. She got married to some prince. She died in a horrific car accident that everybody thought was set up. Boom. Oh, and there's a song about Candle and the Wind or something that Elton John wrote her about. about Chains to be about her or some bullshit. Because it played all the time. People cried. and That's, that's literally all I know.
0: Okay, well. Um, listen up. Because, <laughs> so we're doing it a little bit different today. I mean, not too different. I'm still going to be doing most of the talking. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> Everybody has everyone turned
0: off their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, sit back, swing, light up your joints, just chill. Nobody has to talk right now. It's just gonna be me. This is my voice. You can fall asleep. Okay, this is them. A 19-year-old girl comes into contact with Prince Charles, who has an amazing personality. She likes him, and he even proposes to her after a few dates. For a girl who had lived a miserable childhood, seen her parents fighting and getting divorced, it was a royal call from heaven. She accepted the proposal, thinking she will get someone to support her emotionally. But from this point to her wedding day, she was just not sure if she will ever get the position of Prince Charles, which was held by his closest friend, Camilla Parker. When she gave it real thought, it was too late, and the wedding took place. The royal bride suddenly set the aura
1: what okay so she was told.
0: i got all my information from <laughs> wikipedia.com oh, okay. insider.com oh. kuora however you say that.com mental floss.com town and country mag.com and smithsonian mag.com and uh
1: Okay, but I need to understand. So, she was 18, 19 years old. She, she met Prince Charles at some function. She was cool. So, they hung out a couple times, went on how many dates, and then they were proposed to? She yeah, proposed.
0: that was just like a little... Right, preface. I'm just trying to catch up
1: because I'm confused. Then, before, like while she was in the midst of the, getting prepared for the royal royal wedding... Um, she realizes that he actually is closer and she'll never be as close to him as her, his best friend. She met him.
0: Family. All I just said is she met Prince Charles when she was 19. He proposes to her after a few dates. She had a miserable childhood yeah. and she was hoping that she could find somebody to help her emotionally. But he, she could not find, she as she gets closer and closest, closer to him and realizes that he, she couldn't take the place of his closest friend, Camilla. Okay. And um, she still got married to him and she was stunning and beautiful. Okay. Wow. Way to ruin every fucking <laughs> bit of that intro.
1: It was a little confusing.
0: Well, I mean, it really wasn't. And I was supposed to put that at the front. And then we were supposed to, like, put some nice music behind you can it. Still do what you want. And then I was going to put our music next. And it was supposed to be all nice and produced. And well, then use you music. just used it. <laughs> you don't fucking know anything about producing a podcast i know
1: about the music part you literally talk
0: research. you literally talk there's a thing called royalty free music okay go. i did funny know. we talk about royalty diana spencer was born on july 1st 1961 Wow. right into british nobility and grew up close to the royal family
1: oh, okay so she was um in a noble family
0: yes okay she was not technically royalty but she was might as well I'm have had been. Doctor. Yes. I made that up. <laughs> it was it was good enough. <laughs> um, in 1970 Charles and Camilla met for the first time. Um, at a polo match at Windsor Great Park, a royal park. They discover that they both love polo and the outdoors and have the same sense of humor. Camilla jokes about the fact that her great-grandmother had an affair with King Edward Seventh, saying, My great-grandmother was the mistress of your great-great-great-grandfather. I feel we have something in common. They begin dating, but Charles leaves to serve in the Royal Navy for eight months. When he returns, Camilla is engaged to someone else. So Charles and Camilla have dated. dated. Well, the past, they meet and they've dated. I had she was
1: a royalty, but go ahead. But um, she is of noble descent as well, I
0: guess. Well, we let's learn a little bit about her. Okay. Would you like to know about Camilla? Sure. About Camilla Shann. <laughs> She's a sleut. I don't know what that is. A slut. Oh. With a new sleut. She was born on July seventeenth,
1: 1947. Oh, my goodness. She's an old sleut. Oh, it takes almost 20 years to, um... Diana. Um,
0: 61 was Diana. Uh-huh. Um... So, almost a little over, almost 14 years. Well. It is about 14 years. Okay. Um, Camilla grows up socializing with royals and attends Queensgate School in London and finishing school in Switzerland. So, she's not royal, but she's around them and grows up so close to them that that's how they, you know, were around each other and knew each other.
1: Only eight months. He must have made not made that much of an impression. If he was only gone for eight months and she came back and she was
0: uh, engaged, well, I have no opinion about him. <laughs> in 1973, <laughs> so they met in 1970, and in 1973, in July, Camilla marries Andrew Parker ba- ba- Bowles Bowles an army cavalry officer seven years older than she is and who had previously dated Prince Charles's sister, Princess Anne. There's a lot of, like, back-and-forth and confusing shit here. They go on to have two children, Tom and Laura Parker Bells. Charles and Camilla are still friends. In fact, Prince Charles becomes Tom's godfather. So, like, mixing and matching and all kinds of shit. Let's learn more about Prince Charles. Some of this is relevant to the story. Some of it is just interesting fucking facts. Prince Charles was the first royal baby born at Buckingham Palace in the 20th century. That's the 1900s in today's years. (laughs) Um, 1948 was his year, so he's actually, um, I think it was 17 months younger. So she was born. What did I say? Yeah, July 47, and he was born in November of 48. Okay. So she's a little bit older than him. Um. There's a chance Prince Charles could change his name if and when he takes the throne. The previous two King Charles's did not go down well in Brit- in British he- history. Charles I was executed for treason, and the monarchy was briefly abolished because of his actions. His son Charles II spent time in exile until the monarchy was restored. Eleven years later, he was generally beloved, but was known as a philanderer who acknowledged at least a dozen illegitimate children (laughs) and to some charles stewart best known as bonnie prince charlie and for the jacobite rebellion in scotland that attempted to put him on the throne was called charles the (laughs) third british history i would love to learn more it's just so much stuff According to the BBC, Charles has considered going with his third middle name and reigning, wait until you hear all his names because that's one of the most interesting facts about him. <laughs> According to the BBC, Charles has considered going with his third middle name and reigning as George the 7th, though Charles's camps denied this, saying no decision has been made and it will be made at the time, meaning after the Queen's death. <laughs> Richard Nixon tried to set Prince Charles up with his daughter, Tricia. She is beautiful, by the way. I saw a picture of her as I was going through this um, particular article. She is gorgeous. Prince Charles, and for the record, Camilla is not. And we all know that Princess Diana was beautiful. Um, Prince Charles first met Lady Diana Spencer when he was dating her older sister.
1: He dated Diana's sister. Yeah. Wow.
0: His car runs on English wine. Apparently, Charles runs his 39-year-old Aston Martin, which was given which was given as a 21st birthday gift from his mum <laughs> on biofuel made from surplus English wine. He also has his Jaguars, Audi and Range Rovers run on 100% biodiesel made from used cooking oil. Cool. His full official title <laughs> is Okay, I have to like get ready for this. This is a whole thing. This is going to take me 20 minutes. His Royal Highness Prince Charles Philip Arthur George, Prince of Wales, KG, KT, GCB, OM, AK, QSO, PC, ADC, Earl of Chester, Duke of of Cornwall, Duke of Rothesay, Earl of Carrick, Baron of Renfrew, Lord of the Isles and Prince and Great Steward of Scotland.
1: Wow. That's his Imagine poem. learning how to write that. When you're <laughs> <laughs> if you're in kindergarten. in <laughs> kindergarten. Uh, I always be like, all right, Arthur. I choose Arthur. That's the that first letter I learned already. Like, if he wants
0: to change his wow. name when he becomes king. You'd be anything. i has got plenty G. of shit. Like, what do you want to go with? Any letter of the alphabet. Yeah, and hear Z, though. but we could add one (laughs) well okay so continuing the story so he's not a very interesting man except Except that he's not a very yeah except for his name and he's not a very good guy but we'll find that out more later in 1980 charles 31 begins dating lady diana spencer 18 damn the the prince had briefly dated her older sister lady sarah spencer who takes credit for the match saying i introduced them i'm cupid in 1981 charles proposes to diana on february 6th one report suggests that he popped the question in camilla's garden (gasps) that's weird right after the news breaks on February 24th, he makes a slightly jarring comment when a television interviewer asks him and Diana if they're in love. First of all, why would you ask that? Right. We're engaged. Yeah. Why would we, what, like... That's rude. Look at my ring. Right. If, if you didn't see a ring here, well, this Well, let's not talk just, about let's it. Let's just assume. Like, yeah. And, like, why would... Like, why if would I look anybody... a little fat, I'm not pregnant, I'm bloated. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, again, Prince Charles is a dumbass. So, Diana blushes and says, of course. And Charles add, adds, whatever love means. But he, he sounds more smitten in newspaper interview at the time. He said, I feel positively delighted and frankly amazed that Di is prepared to take me on. um." Oh. The wedding of Prince Charles and Lady Diana Spencer took place on Wednesday, July 29th 1981 at St. Paul's Cathedral in London, United Kingdom. Here is some stuff about their wedding. The wedding dress, just guess approximately how much the wedding dress cost.
1: $1.3 million. What if it was that? <laughs>
0: No, okay. go lower, go cheaper.
1: $110,000.
0: Okay, you're a lot closer. $115,000 in today's money. Okay. Um, how many people watched the wedding?
1: Thousands, because I was not alive yet, but for whatever reason, I've watched it.
0: I've watched it too. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, I was born a year later.
0: But so how I many? you? <laughs> yeah, it was televised. A lot of people did watch it, yeah. and I think it was, I think it's on here somewhere, but I think there were actually 3,500 people that were physically in attendance.
1: Well, how many people watched on TV? Because remember, this is during the time where there was one TV. Yeah, in, and
0: the, each, whole house, in the whole house. Yeah. 750 million wow. people.
1: So that's probably, <clears> that's probably, I mean, I don't know if they count it, if it's for TV or family, you know what I mean? I think everybody...
0: it I th- think that they counted people. Okay. I mean, I think they counted TVs uh, so
1: then because was...
0: there was something that I don't remember if I put this on here, but there was something that talked about funerals and I read somewhere that only 3500 people watched the funeral, but then somebody else mentioned that there were like 7 million people stuffed in one place watching it on this TV or something. Yeah, uh, and that's probably
1: when I watched the wedding. Right. Because they did all the stuff around it. Go ahead. Right.
0: Sorry. Anyway, so they met only 13 times before getting married. What? <clears throat> Adjusted for inflation, the wedding itself cost an estimated $135 million. There were twenty-seven wedding cakes. The one. What are you doing? Reading text messages. How many wedding cakes were there? Sixteen. <laughs> you need to fucking pay attention. Seventeen wedding cakes. Twenty-seven, bitch. How much was the wedding? Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Adjusted for inflation, they met only thirteen Yeah, I remember the thirteen married. Days. Adjusted for inflation, the wedding cost an estimated $135 million. Wow. There were 27 wedding cakes. Wow. The one official, like the main wedding cake, is taller than you. How tall am I? Take a guess how tall the wedding cake is. Five three. No. 4'1". No. I mean 4'11 No. No, I don't know. 5 feet. Well, I'm 4'11 half, so it was taller. I know. Oh. Diana, with Charles' full support, and I respect this, requested to omit the word obey from her vows, an unprecedented move in royal weddings.
1: Well.
0: Um... The Lady Diana won't. They wrote, "Lady Diana won't vow to obey Charles." The couple had several very serious discussions on the interview before deciding to do what most modern English couples do. Um, this is cute. They didn't kiss after the vo- the vows because they were too nervous and forgot. <laughs> so they did like a really cute. Um, Kiss on the balcony afterwards because of it. Her train was twenty five feet.
1: Wow, I can actually see the train and the kiss on the balcony and my head.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I just saw both of those yeah. things. So maybe I'm seeing it in your head. Maybe. <laughs> Ooh, that's scary. What if that's true? Um. There was an eighteen karat golden horseshoe hidden in the train for good luck. Aw. I
1: don't think it worked. But I couldn't find
0: how big it was. I I like wonder if it's an actual horseshoe. Like the size of an actual horseshoe if it's certain like. Well maybe maybe it would
1: help weigh it too. Down. I mean maybe it wouldn't that's a long ass train. I don't
0: know. It's twenty five feet. I don't know if it needs to be weighed. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay, so Princess Diana was known as the People's Princess, and here's why. So I told you about Camilla, I told you about Charles, and now I'm going to tell you about Diana. She didn't wear gloves when interacting with people of all ages and backgrounds. Peasants, if you will, (coughs) customary for royal to wear gloves in public. Regardless if you're going to be touching people or not, like if you walk out the house... You got gloves on, and she was like touching people with AIDS and shit. No, when it was like AIDS was right. brand new, right. and ever like you wouldn't even go in the same room with a person right. with AIDS. Americans who are historically shallow liked her because of her style and fashion. It was a departure from the normal garb we would see from the world, so we appreciated it. It was fashionable but still regal. She wasn't technically royalty, so regular people could relate to her, um, though she was wealthy and blue blooded. The world took her in because she came from a broken home, so they felt like we all felt sorry for her. <clears throat> um, blah, 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 blah. Literally just lost my spot Oh She had a deep relationship With Mother, Mother Teresa I saw a picture of her with Mother Teresa Aww. That I'd never seen before um, She had a very deep relationship With Mother Teresa As they both shared a common dream To helping the poor um, Mother Teresa said Diana was extremely sympathetic To poor people And very lively and homely too She was never cold, aloof, or horridly superior in the early 90s when AIDS was a taboo. She went and met HIV-affected people, shook hands with them. People used to avoid entering the same room where a patient of AIDS was breathing. She treated those people with the respect that they deserved as human beings. She broke the royal protocol for wearing gloves all the time in public. She supported common people by going to their roots, holding their hands, giving them hope. She went to see army personnel and their habitats as they served her nation. She called it her duty to check if the army is getting all the requirements. She made sure that bomb disposal squads were well provided. In association with the Red Cross, she visited refugees in Mazara, where she provided food to children during a solo trip to Zimbabwe. And she helped in all possible respect within the royal limits. Her charity functions are still continued by her sons to this day, even though Prince Harry has left the royal family. Wow. Um... And there's still a lot of story left. We're not done with the story yet. But we've talked about Camilla. And we've talked about... um, George... Charles, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) But, like... We talked about Princess Diana. And there's nothing. Like, you can't find anything bad to say about her. Because she's just... That's why she's the people's princess. Like, she... Like, if she was still alive today and we were able to somehow have a one-on-one with her, (laughs) I would be like, would you mind coming on the podcast (laughs) with us? And she would. (laughs) Like, if she could find time in her schedule, she fucking would.
1: (laughs) Well, that's cool. I I can, I like to all of her stuff. I didn't know anything about her until, of course, what happened, but... Yeah. So, are you done with this of this episode of it? And then we'll t- you're going to tell us more again next time. Or what? What are we doing? I don't know what you just did.
0: No, we're continuing. Oh, go ahead.
1: Sorry. You kept... I don't know what you just said.
0: And now I'm about halfway through my document. So, I might just, like, cut it here and make it into two. So, her marriage... Um, Oh, so they got married, and then, as if it was just purpose to produce heirs within a year, she, at the tender age of 20, gave birth to Prince William. We realize that there are more tender ages (laughs) than 20, but 20 is also a very tender age. Her marriage was going through a lot of ups and downs, which made headlines in the news by then. To avoid further complications, she tried to spend her time socializing. Within the next three years, she had another baby boy, Prince Harry. In 1986, according to Charles' authorized biography, he begins an affair with Camilla. And day by day, Diana's personal life was getting disastrous. As Charles made headlines because of that affair. She tried to stay strong. She provided her sons all love and affection for which she was starving in her own childhood. But her married life was proving to be suffocation to her. She tried making new friends but still couldn't break her royal chains and she went into depression. For all the citizens, she cared as if they were her family. She was not greedy of her royalty when it came to social help. When her patience broke, she opted to walk out of that marriage and got divorced. After the divorce with Prince Charles, she gave up the title Her Royal Highness and any claim to the British throne. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: I actually think that I should stop it here. I actually think that this is a really good stopping point. Okay. So we're going to stop here and we're going to resume at another time. So I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.